Today we're talking about fierce presence. When I ask potential clients for the reasons they want to be coached, almost always, almost always, they want more of one or both of two things, power and money. Before you judge, ask yourself if power and money aren't at the heart of what you want more of as well. I put it to you that if you want an improved relationship with your partner or your children, that's power. If you want to build a new business, that's power and money. If you want a more balanced and integrated life, that's power. If you want to become a more effective leader, yeah, that's power and money. And if you want to become the most optimal and high performing version of yourself, that too is power and money. Arguably the two most highly charged words in our lexicon are power and money. And the truth is that both power and money are underwhelmingly neutral. There is absolutely nothing unique or extraordinary about either other than what we make these two things, these two words mean to us. Money is a result and it's a result of creating value and I'll leave it out for another time to explore. But today I wanna focus on power. So what is power? Power is not a title. It's not an army or a bunch of strategies for controlling others. Power is not forceful, loud, and brutal. Power is not something you learn in a book like the 48 Laws of Power. It's not something we acquire or we inherit. Power is a state of being and a delivery system for impact. That's it. Human beings are creatures of impact, even more than that of purpose. Not all of us choose to create impact, but every single one of us truly craves it. So let me give you some examples. If impact is, is the flashlight, power is the battery inside. If impact is a document created on my computer, power is having my charger and a plug. If impact is defined by a personal goal, power is your ability to influence the outcome. If impact is being in a loving relationship, power is your own skillfulness and capacity to love like a pro. If impact is being an extraordinary coach, power is mastering exceptional listening abilities. If impact is making money, Power is your desire and your capacity to create value. If impact is our goal, then power is the way. But the journey of cultivating power in order to increase our impact begins with an essential precondition I call fierce presence. Fierce presence is the prerequisite of power because only in this state are we able to remember the battery, the charger, and, and yes, the relationships. Only through consistent, committed, and fierce presence can we love deeply, listen forensically, and create infinite value. If you want to increase your power, you must increase your presence to a level that is really sorely lacking in our world today. 
it's almost impossible to find a model of powerful presence in our mindlessly multitasking and smartphone-controlled lives. But the rare few who are committed to this practice create a profound impact in the world and are recognized and cherished by every person they touch. You can become one of these extraordinary people by practicing the following five habits of mastering fierce presence. Habit number one is let go of the need to be right. It's impossible to be present to another person or circumstance in front of us if we have already labeled it or them as wrong. When we enter with the mindset of gathering evidence for our own already decided point of view, we've stepped out of presence and no amount of yoga breathing can stop our inner attorney general who's waiting her turn to prove she's right. Quite simply, if we enter with the intention to prove or to preach, we're not present. The second practice, but breathing does matter. Once you understand that proper breathing is not the only tool for presence and are willing to take responsibility for your mindset and habits, breathing can be extremely helpful. Conscious breathing helps us become present to our bodies, a far more uncommon experience than most of us realize. Breathing makes the body our friend and our trusted advisor rather than the runaway train it feels like for most driven and high-achieving people. The third practice encourages you to learn active patience. So I'll start with what passive patience looks like. When you are practicing passive patience, you look calm from the outside, but inside you're rolling your eyes, you're tapping your fingers and sitting in that, in the child seat of, of a car asking, are we there yet? Are we there yet? On the outside, active patients may look the same as passive patients, but inside there's a calmness that is authentic and a kind of confidence that exudes from people who are playing the long game. Cultivating the skill of acting uh, active patience requires clarity of our goals and a commitment to results rather than a commitment to action at any cost. The fourth practice I call, there is only one of. There is only one person, one situation, and one act to focus on at any given moment. Even at the biggest party, there's only one person at a time to give our attention to. And even if the tallest stack of dishes awaits in the sink, there's only one dish at a time to be washed. I've learned from experience that the answer to every important question is almost always right in front of our eyes. The one we take for granted, the one we are too near to see, the one that is deceptively simple. Training our minds to slow down and focus on the one thing, the one person, and the one circumstance in front of us is arguably the most impactful practice for developing fierce patience. And the last practice is, hey, it's not about you until it is. What is it about going to the movies that is so much fun, mainly it's the experience of losing ourselves for a brief time 
in the story of another. It's so utterly relaxing to our system when we can just be in a state of curiosity and openness, as opposed to our usual self-conscious, all in our own head state. We can step into that relaxed and curious zone simply by reminding ourselves that whatever or whoever is in front of us at any given moment, it isn't about us. I realize that this practice of non-attachment is not easy to cultivate, but it's life-changing and it sure is worth the effort. We don't need to engage with the movie screen. We can simply observe and maybe even enjoy it. And because we're fiercely present, we will know exactly when to step in and contribute meaningfully. Fierce presence is the greatest gift you can give to yourself. It will transform your life and relationships, but it's an even more remarkable gift to the receiver. Here are some words people who have experienced fierce presence used to describe what it felt like for them. Loved, seen, understood, calm, refreshing, generous, valued, authentic, special, focused, intimate, important, empowering, warm, impactful, engaging, quiet, magical, validating, accepting, and priceless. These people were not given expensive gifts or life-altering advice. They were simply experiencing the power of fierce presence. It is only when we are able to grow this rare and precious space for ourselves and others that we understand the genuine meaning of power in service of impact.